Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley! Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Robots Radio presents... to the cyberpunk lore cast where style is just as important as substance welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore news and gameplay of the cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds i'm your host robots all right cyberpunks you guys have been upgraded to version 1.3 welcome back to the show this is your host tom or robots and i'm here as usual with my captain buddy Captain Logan, what's up? What's up, Captain? Not much. Been been playing a bunch of cyberpunk this week. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ready. To, ready. I, I got some thoughts. Yeah. This patch was pretty big. Uh, we, yeah. we didn't talk about it last week because we were covering so much about what cyberpunk is. And we finally, the, the thing that we have been asking for, we've been wanting communication from CDPR and we finally got some and boy, howdy, did they drop a bombshell of a patch on us and boy, howdy. man. <laughs> changed our plans changed our plans right up because yeah. we were talking man we've we've been talking um blade runner we were gonna talk blade runner 2049 yeah. we were gonna we were going down the movie route and in influences for cyberpunk and all of that stuff i even yeah. jumped into altered carbon because that's i was like people have been talking about this it's the most cyberpunky thing lately that's been happening on in media and holy crap is it cyberpunk that, is it, isn't that it? show is cyberpunk <laughs> af um yeah i even made myself so stop watching because i want to watch it with my wife because i think she'll think it's really cool um mm. she, she was out of town this weekend on a work trip um but that's not what we're talking about this week because we need to talk about 1.3 patch and specifically the presentation of the patch and some of yeah. the things going on with the patch so i think we should I mean, it's been a few days since the patch was released. A lot of people have a chance, had a chance to play it. A lot of people have commented on what it has fixed and some of the things it's actually broken. I was watching some of the videos about this. Um, some of the things that they had, uh, some of the more people, some of the people who are more interested in like, you know, breaking the game and like, oh, maybe it rebroke the infinite money thing, or maybe it rebroke the ability to fly, which it actually did. Or uh, you know, some of that stuff <laughs> is out there. We're not going to cover too much of that. Um, I want to, I think first and foremost, it's important to cover the way they approached the reveal of the patch 
and what was said and what may have been missed in that reveal. I think we should yeah. cover that first and then we can on the second half of the show go a little bit over the, some of the details and what was actually patched. How do you feel about that? That sounds great. I'm I'm ready. I, I can't wait. We it was such a it was such a relief to to kind of find out what was what's been going on because it's been so they've been so mum on everything and I was so tired of having like the the cyberpunk Twitter account like favorited all the notifications and every time it's a notification it's it's as bad as the you know when we got the yellow the yellow image with the with the black text and they're like hey guess what we got another pro-. it's like it's always just telling me what's going on with the game well this this i'm i'm down to talk about uh i have some pros i got some cons yeah. i got a uh, yeah. i've been i was playing um the almighty crit from the cyberpunk uh show sent me was, was really nice he sent me a ps4 copy of uh cyberpunk yeah i I, I popped that in and I started playing on patch 1.3. I've got some thoughts on that that we okay. can cover as well. Okay. Uh, I've got, I got post-it notes of. <laughs> He's with, you're going to have I string. Just, I, you're going to have pictures. You're going to have things all like entwined behind you on a, <laughs> like a cork board. Not that crazy. Not this time. <laughs> okay, uh, right, I know right. I, was, I was pretty spicy last time we dove into the, remember when we, remember when we did that thing where they're like, we've got the rock and roll feature for your car so that if you get stuck, it's not bad design. We fixed it. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be as spicy as that. It's still going to be a little spicy, but, um, okay. well, yeah, here, I, let's go I through, we should dive into it. let's go through chronologically what we got in what order. How about that? Cool. So Sounds initially good. we got the, uh, the marketing team was, um, you know, four wheels on the ground. They didn't need to rock and roll too much because they were, they put out that, uh, the blog post and they were like, they went, man, they went back to the old, uh, Hey, let's put it in, let's make it in universe and do the whole, like, Hey, here's what you're getting. And this is why, and this is what's going on. And, uh, yeah, uh, I just, they're sticking with it. They're sticking with it. I know, you know, okay. You know, the problem with that, you know, what I realized was the problem with that is it, mm. it always comes across and we've talked about it coming across kind of cheeky. That's, that's still a problem. The main problem to me is it comes across like it always feels like these are the three things you're getting. Yeah. Oh, these are yeah. only three things. You're, these are the only things you're getting. That's what that's that always feels like. These are the only three things you're getting. Yeah. And, and it's never not. It's never, it's never, it's never. These are the three things you're getting. I wish it came across like, there's no way to do it in that format to frame it that way as you're getting like 300 things. And mm-hmm. these are just the three that we're going to point out right now. And they're not even the best things either. Right. And, and, and right. half the time, they're not even that clear about what you're actually getting. Right. So, it's I, it's just not a good way to frame it. I, I, get yeah. the, I get the creativity behind it. I get that they're trying to make it fun and interesting. But I just don't think I just don't think it works. I really don't think it works and that the community really digs it at all. Um, I, I, I don't yeah. know where I don't I don't know why they stick with it when it doesn't seem like the community likes it. And we, we could be coming at this from a very myopic perspective. I'm willing to admit Maybe. that we may be looking a little too close through the lens and saying like, okay, well, is this the right way to approach delivering content in, in news and information like that? Maybe not for us because we're, we're chomping at the bit to try and get like actual information. But for someone who's just going to see like the random pop up on YouTube, this may be an interesting way for them to see like the engagement from the world of, of cyberpunk as opposed to 
you know, a stream of, of four devs sitting around or five devs sitting around talking about the different features that may be even more boring to them. So I'm willing to concede the notion that there is a group of people out there that do enjoy the the atmosphere that this brings. But from if, if that were the case, I would love it if they did something like that, where they're willing to tease out bits of a story DLC. So if they're going to bring out like a new story or new new uh, characters like do the do the whole talk show thing do the news report talk about like story elements don't tell me mm-hmm. features or fixes that you're going to do through this way mm-hmm. sell it through sell me the story through the through the lens of the universe don't sell me the features and the bug fixes through the lens of the universe i don't care about the characters telling me what bugs you fixed i care about the devs telling me what bugs you fixed right. save the characters for when the story actually comes right Yes. Um, I also think it would be really cool if you just hinted at like, uh, you know, like an upcoming reveal. Like if you you have an upcoming reveal and it's two days away, a blog post that was simply just a few lines of text that said, hey, upcoming reveal. We've got a patch coming in two days with 372 fixes. Yeah. Get hype. Did you? Did you get a press release at all about this? No, no, I didn't see anything. No, I didn't either. We're signed up for the press stuff, but I don't remember getting any information about this stuff coming out. It was all through Twitter. Nope. You know what else would be really cool is if, uh, you know, like we have, um, we have some new gear here, like in, in, you know, there's, uh, Johnny Silverhand's new appearance. There's a new jacket, uh, little, little leaks like that, you know, just like, like the picture of the jacket, like maybe, a picture of the jacket on somebody standing in front of a store with just a little a little blurb that says something like new fashion spotted in night city with just yeah. a, a close-up picture of just part of the jacket sleeve or something to just get yeah. people to go up like oh there's new fashion coming cool you don't need to write a whole post about it just images yeah. of stuff or like you know like um you know, just a, a quick little post that says like you know uh back at you know like you know, old images of johnny of of johnny's um you know, hairstyle uh, from, you know, uh, 2019, you know, during the whatever tour found, yeah. found in a memorabilia, you know, and people be like, oh, wow, Johnny had a different hairstyle at some point. That's interesting. Well, Why would they talk about that right now? Oh, because there's an alternate appearance coming. Oh, OK. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like little things like that would be cool. But yeah, uh, there's uh, there's no ARG built into any of the social media. There's no there's no teases of, of content that's coming or, or things like that. Right. I it, they just kind of dropped it and then I genuinely when they announced that, that the new patch was coming, I was like, "Oh, cool. That's awesome. I can't wait for to find out when this is going to be." Mm-hmm. I was fully anticipating like, "Okay, the next big update is probably going to come when they're ready for next gen." And I'm like, "I could wait. It's it's going to be a while." I'm patient. I can handle like, you know, letting this simmer for a little bit. Just let them get this worked out. Let them get it ready and and have it come out. The next day the patch dropped and I was like, I don't feel like this was communicated well at all. I, I don't I don't recall anyone saying that the patch was out tomorrow. And and if that's the case, why didn't you like push this stuff forward a little bit. Like let us know back in July that you had a patch coming in August. Like if you're that certain about it (laughs) to where you're (laughs) going to do it, don't do it the day before and then drop the patch the next day. At least let us know like, Hey, these are coming out give the community something to look forward to. So they can be like, Oh crap. Well, I guess I better might as well reinstall cyberpunk because that's going to be something i'm going to want to check out next time it comes out you know no shocker to most people i haven't uninstalled it from any of my systems so i'm still sitting
everything on it, but <laughs> sure. the patch was and the patch was huge too. So I felt like I was basically re-downloading the entire game anyway. So I guess it doesn't really matter. But uh, yeah, the 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 yeah. way they approach it, you teased it. Do you want to dive into the DLC, the 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 DLC that they that they um, put in? Well, let's, or do you want to get? I, I want to cover that. Uh, I want to cover that on that. The second okay, half. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, to to just kind of follow up on your point, I, there's a there's a happy medium between saying something's going to be at a certain date and then missing the date and having to push it, which they've done. And then you go, oh, yeah. and so the, instead of doing that, they go, OK, well, let's let's be careful and not give them a date. But instead, they're over ready and then they just don't give a date. And then they're like, OK, it's ready. Here you go. And then everyone's like, whoa, what? It's ready. Uh, I don't have to, uh OK, I'll just I guess I'll start my download. And then everyone yeah. still doesn't feel ready for it. Instead, just give a date and then stick to the date. You know, like mm -hmm. if OK, so if on Monday, you know that it could be ready on Tuesday, commit to Friday. And then if it's ready to push out on Tuesday, still wait to Friday. There's no rush. Just I, put I, it out on Friday. You know, I guess like, I guess my question is, is if, if you're going to release a patch on the 18th of the on, on of August or, or on the 17th of August, like. I don't know, like I didn't, maybe, maybe it did release on the same day, but I didn't get the impression watching the stream that they were doing the stream and then the patch was out now, like just postpone the stream a day and then, sure. and then you can be like, yeah. Hey, out today, the new patch, let's right. go over it. And right. then you go over it and then everyone can download it and, and yeah. enjoy it. Oh, and by like, the way, it's out now. Go yeah. download it. Yeah. Way, way better than mm. out tomorrow. Like, don't tell me about it. <laughs> Yeah. Like either give me a better lead time or just announce it and shadow drop it. Like those are the best things to do. Like Nintendo's perfect at this. Every time they do like an in, uh, an indie thing, it's always like these are the games that are coming out in the future, and these are the ones that are getting dropped today. And everyone's like, "Yeah, we got stuff to play today, right. Uh, right. and I got stuff to look forward to." And it's not like, "Hey, we got a patch coming out." soon when soon tomorrow okay well just say tomorrow or just come back tomorrow and, and let me live in the hype for it. it's so weird yeah I, human I psychology is complex but there are video game companies who have figured this out copy one of them <laughs> i right? think that's the takeaway that's the takeaway copy someone else copy somebody else who's figured it out like there are companies who have figured it out just copy one of them anyway yeah i'm sure some people are like oh, you guys are you guys are stewing on this and probably making more out of it than than you think but from a from a company standpoint they need to they need to figure this out because the audience is going to feel jerked around and there's some some we want cd project red to be successful that's why we're making a deal out of this we are your fans we love this world we love cyberpunk we love this game we love the good aspects of the game and we want the aspects that are still needing improvement to, to continue getting better because we want this game to be as good as it possibly can be. And we want the future games. We want the sequels. We want the DLCs to be as good as they possibly can be. So we are trying to help out. That's why we are constructively, we're not criticizing in order to tear down. We are criticizing in order to constructively build up. And so from our perspective, we're trying to say, we want you to win. Here's how to win. Do these yeah. things. And you could potentially turn this around or continue turning around because you guys are are starting to do some of the things that are going to turn this around. And so that's a that's a good segue to what I think is the key component to what they did right. And they probably should have done more of in their reveal. And so let's move on to that. So they had their their blog post. Then they had their big let's all hang out, show you some of the stuff in the game. Talk about it. And. What I think they did well here 
is they showed us some of the differences and the differences that those things, the, the updates and the up, things that the updates made and the differences those updates made in the game. They did that well. The They did put on screen some people who are not um, particularly polished and comfortable talking in front of an audience that is particularly critical. So some of the things those people said are going to come back to bite them and already have because the audience is going to be critical of some of the things they said, or at least the ways they said them. So there is yeah. always that, right? But that's kind of inevitable. One, what I think was the most important thing that they dropped, and they kind of did it in a nonchalant. Well, they tried to make an important deal out of it, but they could, they should have made it the the main point of the whole thing was that we've been listening to you. We've had to make the changes to this game while it is a live game, which means that we can, we can do we have to do as little as possible <laughs> to keep from breaking this. It is like repairing a bus while it is moving 60 miles an hour down the highway and we can't stop the bus. So if we have to change the tires, we have to find another way to keep the bus going while we swap out the tires. If we have to replace the engine, we have to keep the bus going while we swap out components of the engine. We have to keep all of this moving while it's still going down the highway. And that's way harder than fixing and changing things before it's actually launched. I, I take umbrage with that though. Yeah. I take that because a hundred percent, because 50% of the games I play are actually live games right this is a single player experience right you can play and polish this thing for as long as you want and and test it as much as you want and never have to touch a server it just right. has to get an update right. uploaded to a to a, a publisher that's it you aren't updating anything no one's playing this game uh with other people it is a single player game you can do whatever you want with this bus you can stop it at your at your studio at any point change those tires drive it around the block see if it's working and then if it's not working pull it back into the uh, into the thing and we'll continue to pl to use the rental bus until you're ready <laughs> right right but here's the difference here's here's the thing is that they from the beginning did not design this modularly there's a difference between there's a difference between something like fortnite the fortnite engine uh the unreal engine yeah in fortnite and the way that that something like fortnite is designed where they can take elements of that and, and piecemeal pull those apart and replug things in and there's there's a way that that system is designed and it's a little bit more modular than what they've designed here there they stitched together something in a way that was never meant to be torn apart the way it is and then restitched back together they've they've had to kind of reconstruct I, systems in order to move this forward in, in the direction that they've they've planned to move it forward in order to take it to the place where they want it to go that's the sense i'm getting here is is that in order to like it seems like they were nah. trying to communicate that in order to get this to the direction that they want it to go where we want it to go to make this like a livable place a livable world where they can really start to implement the kinds of changes that the, that we want they've had to do a lot of work under the hood in order to get there because the 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 core components were not designed that way i i agree with that they're trying to build a house uh or they've built a house with a a very loose layer as their foundation and now they want to put a basement into it so that players can enjoy having a basement and that's good you can't build a basement underneath a house while the house is still standing i 100 get that but that is like 
games are not like shipped on carts anymore there are patches that are expected with with every game they were anticipating a day one patch the systems that they built into this game should have been set from the from the very get-go before you lay work like every like this is what agile development is about you you build a system you test it you iterate you rebuild you test you iterate we've talked about this in the past so when they sit there and they say that they aren't prepared to do agile testing on a single player game without live servers i'm sorry but that is not an excuse to me i don't know how coding goes i don't know how hard that is i imagine it's very hard but you're a very good studio and you've done a lot of games in the past that have all been the same style game and i don't see issues with those games with these kind of excuses when when you release witcher and Witcher has issues, you fix Witcher and you don't blame how you had to go back and redo core systems of streaming to be able to implement it. It's like you didn't look at the hardware, you didn't plan for these systems, it was bad management and you have to own up to that and not make excuses. Well, the I, I, I think you're right. I, I don't think the programmers can do that. I don't think that they are allowed to say that. True. I don't, I don't, they, th I don't think it's their place to say, mm, like they but, have to say, we we didn't design this the way that we could and so therefore we had to go back and design it they can't say whose fault that is right but they but it, it's one of those it's the difference between saying that it's really hard to make or it's really hard to repair a bus that's driving down the street uh you know when it's going it's like cool you don't have to turn any servers off it's not like you're shutting down Fortnite for two days with a with a big black hole screen on twitch well, streaming it while you redo the yeah. entire engine right right well if okay let's the analogy doesn't necessarily mean that it's a live service game having to do with live servers that's not necessarily the movement of the bus down the down the road the movement of the bus down the road could mean the interplay of the different systems the breaking of the ai like, they have all the time in the world to work on that though but that's that's what's taken them so long i'm fine with that but don't blame it don't blame the game being shipped as a reason for why it's so hard to work on this game that's just not an excuse to me no i, I think that's I, I i think we're talking about two different things that's why it's taking so long well, I, i'm okay with that but yeah. uh, i mean yeah. that that's like that's why they, that's that's okay so let's back up the reason okay. it's taking so long to make these updates the reason it has taken eight months since release is because it's like it, it's because the systems are complex because they ship yeah. the game and they can't just make a patch and then release it in a patch and release it in a patch and release it. They have to they have to go dark for months at a time and make sure and take the time to double check everything, which right. takes longer because the game is out. The 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 comment that I heard on the stream and, and anyone's willing to correct me, so I may have misheard this, but my impression from what I recall of watching the stream was is they were using the excuse that it's hard to develop on a game that's been shipped and fix a lot of the in integral systems that are in place. To which I respond, this is not a server server based game. You can work on it as long as you need to internally. And when it works great there, send out a big patch and update every single version of yeah. the game at once and not have to worry about taking down servers. You don't have to worry about disrupting the gameplay of anyone until you're ready to update that game. Right, right. And however yeah. long that takes, that's fine. But don't say it's because the game has already been shipped and that makes it harder because it doesn't. Yeah, I get you. I, I mean, it just adds more time between the releases Which and the I'm, patches. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's move on to some other stuff. Um, I, I think we're in agreement about all of that. I think it's, it's just the interpretation yeah. of the the word, the wording, and the phrasing. Um, poor word choice. Yeah. Poor word choice. Um. So. Uh, but I. Okay. So all of that stuff behind us now. I think what they're what they actually are trying to say is some of the some of the changes they've been able to make to the framework of the game and the game engine itself. Some of the core changes that they needed to make to untangle the spaghetti mess that was underneath there because the development didn't move correctly to begin with. It was not planned forward correctly has been unspaghettified. The sense yeah. that I got was, OK, we've now created the foundation that we actually need in order to build forward in ways that we need to. So I would assume that that means not just building out new storylines, but adding new features to the game, adding new abilities, adding new weapons, adding new character types, adding new vehicles, adding new locations, adding um, making. And, and I think this is the biggest part of it, adding AI procedures for the for the other people in the in the world, um, the the cops, the other um, entities, vendors, all of, you know, uh, NPCs. Yeah. yeah. All of that stuff, the stuff that it takes for us to be living in the world. And I think one example of that is the cat being able to interact with a cat and have the cat interact in logical ways that don't break the game, even in just a very small vicinity of, of V's home in the little alleyway outside your house. Yeah. Um, I saw an, I saw uh, a post that somebody posted on Reddit of um, a crime scene and an NPC who walked down the hallway, turned the hallway, walked up to the crime scene, got close enough to realize there was a crime scene there and then was like, oh, there's a crime scene here and then backed away and then went back down the hallway like I'm not going to walk through the middle of a crime scene. That would be insane yeah. of me, you know, like those kinds of actual AI procedures work. And what this also makes me realize is that they didn't need AI like that in The Witcher. Because. You don't really need AI like that in The Witcher, because most of the time when you're dealing with combat in locations in The Witcher, it's out in the wild. Yeah. Um, the one location where you have a community that's big enough to have to need that kind of AI was like Novigrad. But you didn't spend a whole lot of time in Novigrad, like fighting people in the streets and having to let people walk by and realize that there was a crime committed in the middle of the street. Like you really didn't need that level of AI. Yeah. So I Which don't think they good. had that kind of stuff in place and in, in, in an AI level in something like The Witcher. And so they they and this happens with studios. They're taking the template of something like The Witcher and then they were inserting it into a game like Cyberpunk. But Cyberpunk world doesn't work like The Witcher world. It is one large city full of lots of human beings making logical decisions all the time. And when you take a bunch of you know, like the vehicles are humans piloting vehicles through the game, the NPCs walking around are humans piloting vehicles, the, the cops coming after you, the gangs, these are all humans making logical decisions. These are not just beasts wandering around, around in the wild or animals in the, in the forest. So yeah. it requires like it's people are going to be more skeptical about seeing people do things that don't make any sense. Yeah. And uh, that's great. I'm glad that they're that they're getting to this point because they've they've programmed the AI in. in uh, it's if anything, it frustrates me more because it's it seems like when you're building cyberpunk, you kind of know what you're getting into from the get go. Like if I was building a cyberpunk game and I and I had worked out like what I want the world to live, live like and be like, 
I feel like these should have been early investments into the game. Absolutely. And now we're getting these and it's like eight months after launch. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm so glad that these are in the game. It should feel a lot more realistic. It should have much better reactions. I like the other day I was playing. I was, what was I doing? I can't even remember what I was doing, but I fired a weapon in V's apartment complex. And as soon as I was done, I went downstairs and eight people were sitting at the base of the stairs because they had stopped and they were all cowering. They were all hunkered down. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure they said that they addressed this in the patch notes mm-hmm. and that they weren't going to have everyone just reacting the same way for combat out in the open world. So I'm like, okay, I, I feel like I'm still running into this, which I'm fine if we, we don't have everything working properly. We, we still have a lot of issues with the game um that i'm still noticing from past issues and and even stuff that i want to get into uh as we as we get into like the patch notes in my experience with with the 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 patch so far but it's it's i'm i'm glad that they are finally getting the game to a state where they feel like they can iterate on this easier because that's what it needs it needs to have more content or more uh like these dlcs that they promise when i was when i bought the the xbox one x version I was told that the first and second DLCs were going to be included with the purchase of the system, along with a copy of the game. We just got our first DLC. Now, is is the three things that they gave us for this DLC considered the first DLC? I don't know. Because because it's not a ton of content. Right. No. Right. This isn't like if this was if they package this up to sell it, how much would you pay for for these like and let's just call it out right now for johnny's yeah. alternate appearance a luminescent jacket and an extra car yeah i would i would probably pay around five, 10 bucks five bucks for that. 10 bucks at the most yeah 10 bucks at the most is my what what i would expect from a pack of things like that like i can buy a bundle on another game that has you know a weapon skin uh a, a, a weapon tag and you know something else and expect like to, to pay somewhere around 10 bucks or something like this. So I mean, this feels like a very small amount of DLC. That's it. I mean, other than like actual patches that fix things, add improvements to the game, balance changes, the actual gameplay, or I'm sorry, the actual content added to the game is an alternate appearance for Johnny, a jacket and a different car that you can unlock. And all of these things um, the the Johnny's alternate appearance can be enabled in the settings so that you get uh, by default you can just add it in just like in the Witcher if you wanted to yeah. use an alternate appearance for Yennefer you can just turn it on or off um, the uh, multi-layered sin leather delta jock jacket luminescent punk jacket both of it or I guess it's two so both available yeah. in the stash in V's apartment after receiving a message from Victor after completing the ride so you have to finish a certain quest uh, they're of rare iconic quality by default crafting specs to craft a higher quality will also be unlocked So you have to yeah. do something to get it And then there's the archer courts bandit vehicle available as a reward for or for purchase Depending on choices made by the player after completing ghost town and the receiving that's a quest and then Receiving a message from dakota or rogue if you haven't yeah. received the message make sure to be in the badlands area and move forward further away from Dakota's workshop. Dakota will also need a couple of days to contact you. So you have to do very specific things in the game in order to get to the place where you can actually get the car. So it's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird that they went this way too. Yeah. It's um, and 
this is i mean again this is kind of par for the course with them with this kind of stuff it's it's kind of built into the world but wouldn't you rather here's what i would rather have for purchasable dlc and again this is free but if this was meant to feel like purchase purchasable dlc when you get to the point where you have an apartment why not have a container of some sort a garage maybe where you can store your equipment like extra clothing extra vehicles and those things are just added to your garage yeah there's no there's no way for them to implement a system that gives you gifts there's no store developed right now for them to to give you access to content everything that they added was all added to an additional content feature and it's it's you just kind of go through the list and decide what's installed well everything with the patch got installed so i have no clue where i where i access this when i when it says uh johnny silverhand's alternate appearance can be enabled in settings in the additional content tab when i go there it just says installed but when i go check out johnny in the game doesn't have that look and i'm like okay well this seems like it may be just an xbox series x thing because i've heard two other people in our discord comment on this and i'm just trying to understand like okay how do i know that this is like how do i actually interact with this and i got the call from victor vector who i love mm-hmm. uh telling me about the the jackets and that i could get them and i'm like cool i'm out in the middle of the world right now when you told me about this and i i appreciate you letting me know and i know they're going to be in my in my stash in in my apartment I'm not going to my apartment anytime soon and I don't really fast travel that much. So there's not really like a time where I feel like I'm going to be like, cool, let me go back to my apartment way out of the way so that I can go check out these two jackets that I saw on the, on the stream that I'm like, they're not for me. And the the Archer courts bandit don't care one bit. And the fact that I have to like, it's a reward for purchase or it's a reward or for purchase. And I'm like, cool there's no new game plus i have every quest well i thought i had every quest done uh until this patch and (laughs) it turns out this patch unlocked the bart moss quest that other people have done huh where you find bart moss because i never found bart moss in the in the in the actual in the in the freezer i never found him that's right so I never got to go to Nick's behind uh, behind the bar in in the in the in the mm-hmm. um, oh my god what's it yeah, called yeah yeah um, uh, um, the afterlife so when I wow. did up the patch I, I was checking through my quest log to to check and see like where I could find the Archer Bandit to go buy it and I had a gig and a side job open and the side job told me to go out to where I was killed where Dexter Deshawn was killed. And sure enough, it's the Bart Moss quest. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's like I never it. did do actually do this. It's like it like added it back in when it should have already yeah. been there. Yeah. Yeah. And the final fight in the, the boxing quest chain, which is weird yeah. that we have a, a huge dedicated or dedicated <laughs> quest chain. Dedicated. To, I love that. You said dedicated. <laughs> it's a dedicated quest chain for boxing in the cyberpunk you've game. T- you've taken too many uh, punches in your boxing quests. so that final fight i completed that and it had me do it again and i'm like oh what oh why yeah but this is the kind of stuff that they're talking about like this is the stuff that keeps that that wasn't set up correctly this is this is the spaghettification of the code 
that yeah. that like this is how tangled up the code is where the, if they change one thing it messes with other stuff and yeah this is the stuff that they had to untangle um yeah so, so it's really mm. weird i had to go do the the final boxing match i had to go find bart moss for the first time i finally got to talk to nicks and my game as opposed to just seeing him on videos and thinking in my head I must have screwed up uh, a quest chain somewhere. Like, I don't know what I did to not get this. Turns out the game just didn't tell me that I had where to go to actually do it. And the one cyber psycho quest chain that was messed up for me, that's been messed up for me since day one, even after all of these patches is still messed up. Like I can still click on it and it says track job. And then it's just whoop, nothing, nothing. And I'm nothing, nothing's changed with that. Um, I wonder if, and until there's a way to really skip a lot of the uh, like story bits, it's yeah. going to be hard to go back and start another new game. Oh, it's but, it's painful to have to sit through those BDs right now. It just everything I've, just uh, it just takes so long. Um, yeah, I mean it's like it's like yeah, I know I know this part, I know how this part goes, and you can get through it fairly quickly, but you just have to do it. It's like I, I just have to put on like something to watch while I do it. You know, yeah. like I'm playing and then I have to play, watch something and then play and I have to watch something. And it's just, it's just like, I wish it was just like a, yeah, yes, I've already done this. Go to the next part. Like, just give, yeah. give me the skip ahead, please. Please. See, Project I would Red. love. Just skip yeah, ahead. Just please skip I ahead. I would love to jump in like after the, after the BDs where I'm going to actually do the heist or even just yeah. like after the heist. Yeah, a just, new game. New game plus after the heist. That's yeah. all I want. Just after the heist. I, or, or at least give me the opportunity to like the training, like the Militech training with Jackie in the car. Just give me the opportunity to say, no, I, I can I can do the BD and then just cut to the next scene like after I'm done. Because I don't just do all the all the stuff. all the fun adventure stuff. Yeah. Just give me like adventure sequence adventures, like pick a life path. Give me the cool adventure sequence parts. And then like right after the heist. Yeah. Like that would be great. Let <laughs> me just do that and then go into the rest of the game. That's what I want. Yeah. Um, but I, my question is, I wonder if you start a new game plus how different the experience is, because that's probably the pathway they're testing the most because they don't have individual saves for each of our playthroughs with like my combination of quests that I did and the ones that I didn't and your combination of quests that you did and the ones you didn't and this guy's combination of quests, the ones that he did and the ones that were glitched out on his list. And like, they don't have that for every single variation. There's no way yeah. they could test all of those. Well, so if, if they could, I mean, those choices have to be saved in the game because they trigger different things. Like I, I, if they're not, I'm amazed that they don't have IDs tracking that kind of stuff in the game logic. But at, at some point, uh, well, I do. Okay. So I remember when they were doing the PC tests, they, they said that the game was slowing down because of the, the amount of choices that were made, uh, in the later half of the game. So I know that there's something in there that's tracking that kind of stuff. But mm. if you did a new game plus, all you would have to have is something that gave you an option. Anytime you talk to someone with any dialogue and it said legacy choice, and then you could choose to choose the, the new, the new choice. If you wanted to diverge from that or stick with the legacy choice. And that way it kind of broke off like the idea of like, what did you do in the past? You probably don't remember, but we do. So this is what you chose last time. Mm -hmm. And that way you could kind of go down a yeah. different tree and see where it went. Right. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got a bunch of other stuff to still talk about. We need to take the middle break. We yeah. got to thank our patrons because you guys are awesome. Um, so why don't we do that? And we'll be right back because we've got a ton of other things to cover. Here we go.
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, my name's Jameson, or Big Cat. And I am Brenna, or Mother Goose. And together, we are the hosts of The DL, Weekly Gaming News. Each week, we bring you the top stories from last week, as well as something you might have missed. Our goal is to start a conversation about what's going on in the world of gaming. And every week, we have a special guest join us in the chat room, where we discuss a different gaming-related topic and learn more about our guests in the 60-second download. And if that isn't enough, we also have Slim Jims. So come and hang out with us every week and join in on the conversation. Good luck and have fun, everybody. And remember, keep your goose loose. All right, so here we are in the middle of the show, and this is the point where we thank our patrons. So thank you, patrons. You guys are amazing, and you are what allows us to do this show, and specifically allows, um, you know, Logan's, Logan's working his regular job, and he does podcasts on the side, but I'm able to do this full-time, especially because of people like you supporting this show. So thank you very, 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 extremely very much. Um, if you'd like to help support the show, go to patreon.com slash cyberpunklorecast, and you can check out all the different rewards that you can get, including joining us at the end of every month, which is next week. Next week on the 29th is when you can join us to chat about cyberpunk. And I would love, I don't know about you, Logan, but I would love to hear people's experiences with a new patch. So if you guys have fired up the new, the new patch, let us know what your experiences are, what things you've tried, what other weird glitches you've noticed, what things you think have been improved, where you think they're going to go with it. Um, if you've tried a new game plus, especially, and if you've gotten, uh, you know, X number of hours in and how that's running for you. I would love to hear some of those experiences as well. So there's um, there's four of you guys who are cyber upgraded right now who could potentially join us next week. But if you'd like to either upgrade or join us on the Patreon, then you're welcome to do that as well. Love to have you join us. And um, other than that, you can get ad free episodes or whatever. So if we've helped you get through your workday or your commute or anything at all, and you want to, you know, send us a, send us a little bit to help support the show and say thanks. We'd really appreciate it. So thanks again to all of our patrons. We'll see you guys next week for the patron episode. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, so... Um, there is some conversation over on the YouTube because we're multi-streaming to Twitch and YouTube. By the way, this is something we do every Sunday starting at 9 p.m. Eastern on uh, Twitch is the main channel, twitch.tv slash robots radio, but also on the robots radio YouTube. YouTube I, can't, I can't talk, but YouTube channel. <laughs> and you, you talk all the time for all these different podcasts uh, that Logan and I do. And of course, you're going to mess up some words. Um, but uh, there's some talk about the multiplayer. I don't. I don't know that we're going to get multiplayer in 22 in 2022, but oh, no, but no, 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 the kinds of foundations that they're doing in creating um, better AI responses in a world that's a little bit more livable and updates that are going to work. That's foundational for a good multiplayer experience. If they can keep working on something that works a lot more like 
GTA Online or uh, Red Dead Online, then we could potentially have something that will work. And honestly, I love the story bits, but I think being able to jump into a multiplayer form of the game where you can ride around and do some quests with some friends and show off your cyber augments or show off your awesome looking V or whatever character you make. It doesn't have to be V, but yeah. that sounds that sounds phenomenal. I think that that version of this game could be really, really cool. But um, we've got some more patch stuff to talk about. I know you've got a whole bunch of things on your list. I'm sure we've covered some of them, Logan. But what else did you want to talk about? Um, I wanted. OK, so thanks to the almighty again, I got the copy from him. I played on the PS4 version. Um, 1.3 is an exceptional patch. Like, I, I I kid you not, as much as we were just like the first half of the, the show is me kind of getting on cyberpunk about or CDPR about what's going on with this. And, and, the and it's because we I'm love hearing. you guys. It's because we love you. We want you to I want you, please keep doing what you're doing because you're making the game that I want. Um, but I'm going to criticize you when you when you call things out. Uh, and, and so I was playing on the ps4 version the base ps4 version i don't have a ps4 pro and i don't have a ps4 5 or a ps5 yet so i don't have a ps4 ps4 5 either yeah i don't have that either. that would be amazing Uh, because i bet that thing is like a supercomputer (laughs) (laughs) so i was playing on that and uh, 1.3 does uh what what performance i got from my 1x when the game first launched back in december of last year the the stability that the 1x offered uh and and it's not quite up to the series x as far as like stability goes and frame rate goes but i will say 1.3 is probably the best version of the game i've played to date and playing through the beginning they've even added some things to make it even more immersive uh just little things that they've added that kind of like drew me into the experience so i've i've dragged the the one chick out of the 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 ice cube tub Mm -hmm. numerous times at this point (laughs) right this time it felt a little bit different and they added some like dialogue and they or not some dialogue mm-hmm. but they added some uh stuff on your screen to kind of like explain some things that are going on and just little things that they're adding to make that experience just a little better just in uh, and, and it shows it's it's nice there's a lot of quests that they've uh just kind of touched up and driving the gunplay stability in the game amazing they've done such a good job it's it's not a hundred percent it's it's not the you know the polished experience that i would expect out of like a first party uh playstation game but it is at the point now where i feel like it is on par with what i was expecting the mid-tier upgrade systems to be doing when the game first launched and that experience was a playable experience it wasn't as good as like the the actual next gen experience or like a really high-end pc but if you're playing this on a base PS4, you're going to have a good experience. And I think that the time that they spent on this 1.3 patch shows how much work they put into it. And they've done a great job of improving the actual game at that point. And I absolutely, I will, I would happily play my PS4 version and get as much enjoyment out of it uh, on, on a system that is that that's kind of old uh, at this point. And, and I will say, it, there's not a lot of people running around. There's not a lot of cars running around. It's it's obvious that they've taken a couple things back to, to kind yeah. of deal with this. There's a lot of stuff that gets streamed in, a lot of LOD that uh, still gets streamed in. But it, you're not seeing the big, like, clay 
uh, people as you run around anymore. You're not seeing like the big. Yeah. Remember when the textures just wouldn't load and you get that really low LOD? (laughs) You call them clay people. I like that. I call. Yeah. It's like N64 uh, characters or or clay people. Blobby textures. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't run into any of that for the hours that I was playing. And I was really, really happy because, you know, when when the game first launched and you're playing on PS4, those were the screenshots and the videos you were seeing on YouTube. You were seeing people just oh, yeah. like hack away at this game and how it looked and how it played and how bad things were popping everywhere and the T poses and stuff. I haven't run into any of that. The game plays awesome. great. Yeah, I was going to ask about the um, density of people and cars and things. And that I'm sure that. Like you said, it feels sparse, but if it's more playable, that's really, that's really what matters. And it's Um, still present. It's still, it's still in the game. It's not like they took out every single person. Like you've seen a couple screenshots and stuff. There are still people wandering around doing their thing. There's still cars driving around doing their thing. mm -hmm. It's definitely a lot less, especially if you're going on a road at a, at a pretty high speed, it's going to be an empty road. um, And you're not going to see people on the streets, but I'm fine with that. As long as I have a stable game, uh, stable frame rate, because I know it'll load in as soon as I get to the place I'm going to. Right. Right. Well, hey, I mean, that's it's definitely better. That's, you know, and that's the experience that, you know, on a system that that's that is heck. What is it? How old is a PS4 now? Six years old. I think it's close to seven, almost seven years old on seven year old technology. 2013, I think, is when they came out, man. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, that Um, makes sense. I, I don't know how much you wanted me to go through this, but I can fire off a few quick ones. Sure. Uh, things that I noticed. Sure. Um, there's there's no filter for the components. I've I've been talking about upgrades mm. for a long time and how how to actually do crafting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When you go to the filters, you can filter by like weapons, melee, clothing. There's no little tab for components, and I don't know why that is. Mm. Um, running around killing people and picking up weapons i'm not going to equip any of this any of the stupid weapons that those people are holding on to my weapons are way better just let me break them down before i actually pick them up i hate the idea that i have to pick them up and then break them down just let me break them down right off that also let me filter through anything below a certain rarity and just deconstruct all of that so that way if i've got a bunch of blues greens and gray is grays just let me deconstruct all of those weapons all at once don't don't make me go through it the UI is a lot better as far as uh, doing that multiple times, though. Um, the the hang up that you would get after trying to deconstruct a bunch of things all at once uh, or like significantly way better. They've done a much nicer job streaming like that. There, there's not much uh, lag on that. Um, there's been some weird things where uh, I've noticed that the like, for example, when you summon your car, that mm-hmm. bug where if you summon multiple types of your cars at once, they will all kind of spawn on top of each other. Right. That's right. that's still in the game. That's still an issue that I've uh, that yeah. I noticed. Yeah. Um, and for whatever reason, you still get stuck and the rock and roll feature still doesn't work the way I think they wanted it to work. Um, <laughs> rock and roll. So uh, there's still some things out there that you can't loot still some issues where you're running into things where you you know you can pick it up it says you can pick it up but you can't pick it up just because of the way it's placed so hopefully that gets worked out Mm -hmm. uh they still need way uh still need to to work out how people um recognize different stages in a quest because there was a quest that i did uh where i went and i talked to nix and nix is like Hey, I heard that there's this thing out in the dump that could be Bart Moss's blah, 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 blah. You want to go check it out? And I'm like, 
Cool. I just got back from that. It, I, I'm I, it, you're giving me the option to tell you that I got back from that. So if if you know that I have the option to pick the dialogue that says, hey, I just got back from the dump with Bart Moss's uh, tech deck. Don't give me the option that says, hey, can you go check and see if Bart Moss is in this freezer and his tech deck is there? Because it's like it's weird. It's <laughs> right. such a weird thing. Yeah. Uh, and these are all little things, obviously. So um viewing items on your person without equipping them yeah that was something where i i'm so sick of looking at clothing that i can't tell how it's going to look on my v and i really hope that they uh that they that they actually do something to give us like that that uh feature that they said that was going to come where they had an opportunity to show you like what a weapon looks like and you can move the model around it's like yeah let me preview cosmetics if you're going to be giving me jackets give me a way to preview the jackets before i actually have to buy them things like that yep I totally agree with that. Um, the I've also heard that, and I haven't tried this out yet. Um, a lot of the vehicles are uh, better to drive. The yes, mechanics are, uh, are better, and the the GPS is way better. Um, mm-hmm. No longer am I like staring up at my mini map to see where the waypoint is going to take me. Right. Like. Right. two seconds like uh, like half a second before i actually have right. to turn like, just ready to hit the brakes it. ready to hit the brakes okay yeah. okay turn here okay yeah y- yeah you yeah. still gotta you still gotta hit the brakes though especially if you're going 150 oh, you gotta sure. make a turn like you gotta <laughs> you gotta slow down a little bit but mm-hmm. uh them pulling back the gps so that it's more zoomed out is a great fix uh for console and it, it, it's so nice to be able to know where you're going to be making your turns before you're already at the turn uh and you just have to slam on the brakes yep. so yep appreciate that yep um one of the biggest so I, in some of uh my research on looking up some of these videos one of the biggest uh ways to break the game is to make yourself invincible to remove the ability to take damage and there's a way to do this and it, it includes mm-hmm. the um oh what was it the clown with the the Grenade in his nose. Uh, 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 Ozob backwards. Ozob. Ozob. Um, so in the Ozob quest, and I'm sure you guys can look up the video to do this in, in detail, but basically you get to a point in the quest where you drive him to his location. He gets out of the car. Do you remember this? You, you have to drive him to a location. Mm-hmm. He gets out of the car. He goes away. And while he <laughs> goes away, before he gets back in the car, the game gives you the setting that you are invulnerable just in case mm-hmm. something happens or like somebody just happens to run into you, you get shot or something like that. And you, you're invulnerable oh. before he gets back in the car. If you, if you <laughs> on the way to that quest, if you run into certain gang members and get them to follow you. So you like aggro them by like running a bunch of people over and then almost run into them. You aggro them and then, and then lure them over to that part of the quest trigger Ozob to get out of the car. The gang members continue to follow you. So now you're aggroing those gang members. You yeah. then get out of the car, run away from the quest so that it de-triggers the quest. Ozob sends you a message and says, Hey man, why'd you got to leave me? Whoa, blah, blah, blah. de-triggers the quest. You keep the, um, invincible status oh my god while these other guys are still aggroed on you so you still end up having to fight these other guys or run away from them or whatever but you maintain that invincible status for the rest of the game <laughs> that's so bad it's such that's a bad so thing but they didn't bad. fix it they fixed they have fixed almost every other exploit that you can come up with there were ways of like getting infinite money getting infinite crafting supplies um there is a way to also make sure that you can still fly in the game and it has to do with breaking the um 
the the UI menus by opening two menus simultaneously. And instead of oh. doing it once, you can do it twice. It just you just have to do it twice instead of once now. So it's like they fixed it. They fixed it if you try to do it once, but if you try to do it t- twice consecutively, it still it still works. So you can make yourself invincible and you can fly. So you can basically still become Superman. They still have not fixed this. So um oh my gosh if i i do not recommend breaking your own game in order to just get through the game because of course that destroys the tension in the game and the storyline but if you've played this game for hundreds of hours and you just want to mess around and just have some fun with it look up the videos there's still ways to do this it might be fun to just break the game for fun it's still possible yeah um but well according to the devs the the game isn't too easy you just have to bump up the hard mode <laughs> i know right because uh okay yeah we'll just we'll, we'll leave that. <laughs> that way we addressed uh some of the things they said and the grief they're going to get for that which i'm sure they already have um but uh yeah just don't don't paint a target on your back it's just not a good <laughs> idea um so yeah there are some still some issues with this i'm sure that stuff can be addressed i'm sure you can you know force the game to remove the invincible tag or maybe just don't put it there anyway why does it give you an invincible tag at a point in a quest while you're sitting in a car waiting for ozob to come back yeah sure that was probably (laughs) a fix for something that doesn't happen anymore you know like maybe the car accidentally blew up or something like but why why is that there it it's probably a you know a relic of something that didn't need to happen anyway like it, it seems like a, a lazy code fix for something else yeah is what it seems like um so just get rid of it and then you won't have to worry about people hacking the game but then again it's a single player game so if people want to hack the game whatever that's fine yeah no big deal um unless i did really they work in oh, sorry. multiplayer into this and that's still a quest line you can do in multiplayer and then all of a sudden that becomes a problem I really don't know how they're going to implement multiplayer with this game. It seems so strange at this point because none of the, none of the quests are balanced for multiple people. They're all balanced for one person based on four different difficulties and even higher difficulties are not as hard. Right. Right. Well, I would, I would hope that if they go, if they add in a multiplayer, it becomes a completely different instance version of the city with only multiplayer quests that it's in no way, this storyline is a love your dreams it's a completely different thing right (laughs) just like well just like gta online you don't play through the storyline in gta online you you play through multiplayer quests and you can do them by yourself you can group up with friends and do them as like co-op quests or heists or whatever else it's a completely different thing yeah so anyway that would be my hopes for it they one of the things that they brought up in the stream that i wanted to bring up to you um Wait, how did you feel about them bringing up the changes to the mirror? Because it seemed like such a weird thing to pick at uh, to, to go in. Because I was like, okay, the mirror's not really that good. You're not really expressing yourself. And they, they said that they always felt like that that was the type of V that uh, he was. He just wasn't that expressive. And I'm like, okay, but why? The expressions have- in the mirror? Yeah, uh, it, it was. It's such a weird thing because they like I went and I checked them out. They are definitely a lot more expressive, which is cool because if you're going to put expressions in a mirror, you know, like make someone scowl in the mirror, he should look like he's scowling, uh, and he does that now, which is nice. But I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know that that was a thing that was worth spending as much time on as as like I don't know fixing some of the base systems in the game and just making those better, but if that's a bug that they can, they can knock off the list. I, I appreciate it. Um, there's other things as far as just like crafting and inventory filters, comparison, 
uh, things like that. I, I really wish that um, they would work on making sure that the crafting feels more balanced because uh, it still feels very much like it's it's tough to to unbalance. And I would love if there was a way so when you're actually crafting something or say you wanted to upgrade your gun, mm -hmm. it lists all of the components that you can use that you need to upgrade it. But you can't just click on that component and be taken directly to the crafting section and start crafting some of those. Like you have to go back to the crafting and remember what it is yeah. and stuff. Just yeah. if, you, you, if you're going to show me the components, just uh, let me craft the components right from that screen. Right. Absolutely. Do you think anybody actually builds, does a crafting build of, in this game? Do you think anybody actually plays this game and crafts the weapons that they want to use? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. But I don't think they maybe, do. I don't. I don't think they do. I don't think anybody I, I, crafts the weapons that they actually want to use in this game. I, I mean, think there's a, I think this is a game with a crafting system that nobody uses. So I I do upgrade my my gear a lot. But do you make uh, do you make the gear you want? Some of the pieces, yeah. Okay. Some of the All pieces right. I I have. I'm willing to I'm willing to admit that I'm probably in the minority about that though because uh, some of the weapons like I just like having the weapons so. Some of those I have built As like that a I didn't get access to. Uh, no, like for example, there's there were a couple times where I wanted to, to play around with the sniper, so I crafted the 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 Tecomata or whatever the the sniper is called and stuff. So mm -hmm. I I do end up spending some time actually crafting things, and I recognize that that's probably not how most people play it because okay. you just run around and you pick up the same weapons and. You know, it becomes yeah. a looter shooter where whatever the, the higher level weapon is like that. But there are a few weapons that I am attached to that I would rather like the Lizzie handgun mm -hmm. far and away the best gun in the game, in my opinion. And I, I use that gun to the, till the day I die and I upgrade that for every every playthrough that I go through. And that's just it's always in my back pocket. It's like it's always my go to. And I'll cycle the other two around and play around with different different things that I pick up. But, mm -hmm. you know, if I if I needed to craft something, uh, then I'll, I'll grab that legendary spec and I will work towards that one. But the problem is, is that the components that they have in the game aren't plentiful enough for you to really like get those like if i want the legendary weapons or the legendary armor mm -hmm. then i'm already like past end game grinding out uh random mobs because i didn't have enough eddies to buy it or uh and i and i didn't get any of the materials prior to needing the, those actual crafting weapons so it, it, like those components are so sparse that they actually had to build stats in the crafting section to give you a chance to get those different components. And I'm like, okay, well then that's not really that balanced for, right. you know, encouraging people to play around with that. It's not a right. big focus, but right. it is still a large part of the game. It's like, why did, did, did anyone actually enjoy the boxing quest chain that started from the very beginning of the game and went to the very end? Did anyone really like that? Because I didn't, but I'm willing to admit that maybe I'm in the minority. About yeah. That. I felt like it was a, it was an obligatory, it was one of those things I did because I was curious about it more than because I liked it. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed, I, I like crafting more for upgrading than uh, crafting from scratch. Because I, yeah. again, I never felt like I had the, I mean, I didn't make a crafting build ever, but I also didn't ever feel like I had enough components to really focus on it. Yeah. And that's the problem. It didn't feel like the components were plentiful enough. Like everyone had. Right thousands of commons and right, thousands right. of, of uncommons yeah. but no one ever got like 
you know, you never got a whole bunch of the legendary ones. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's fine. If, if stuff is going to be legendary, don't give me 40 freaking legendary crafting specs. If you're not going to supply the stuff for that or expect me to, to uh, uh, like upgrade my components to the point where I can actually do that because it's like it's it's just unbalanced in, at yeah. that point for me. Yeah. And I don't think that that. I don't think that's a fun way to have to play the game exactly. if, if that's how you're actually doing it. That's why most people probably just go with what they find, upgrade one or two here and there if they notice that the damage is too low and don't really worry about the crafting because they haven't made it integral. They've made it supplementary and then not balanced it as well as it needs to be. Exactly. Because if you're going to go into crafting, you need to be able to craft legendary and epic weapons and you need to be yeah. able to do it often enough that... Uh, every few levels you have the ability to make something that would be useful to at least try yep. it out and see if you like it. Yep. But if, uh, if you've, if you've put the skill points into crafting stuff. Well, the, th- in the, the problem that I run into is, is that the people that uh, like you have to invest in the legendary specs uh, or in the crafting to get the unlocks for the epics and the legendaries. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing that, then those weapons should be uh, things that you you can't find in the game because there's legendaries that you can get in the game, but you can also craft them. And I'm like, well, I've already got it. What do I what do I right. need it? Right. It's, it's underpowered, so I'm not going to use it, but I'm not going to waste the components to upgrade it. Cause it might as well, I might as well just wait to end game and, and craft a high level one at that point. Right. So right. it just, it doesn't feel like it's, it's balanced the way that it could be. Right. And I don't know how to fix it, but it's not my part to fix. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an issue. Um, that's why, that's why I asked the question. Uh, it just doesn't seem like a primary focus to them. Um, but going back to multiplayer, if there is a multiplayer part and there are crafting components, then it needs to be something that they work on because in a multiplayer game with crafting, crafting needs to be a viable focus. Yeah, definitely. There, and, and I'm, there needs I'm to be an economy around it too. There needs to, there will be people who want to grind out legendary components and sell them. That's what I wanted to get into trading. Yep. They need to offer a way to trade items. Uh, and right now you can't like, you can drop stuff from what I recall, but they, you need to be able to have a way to be actually trade with other people too. Yeah. But I mean, and, and as much as I love getting into the idea of like what a, what a uh, cyberpunk 2077 would be like, if it were like red dead online or, or or GTA online, I I'm so concerned that they just don't have their heads around what that needs to be mm-hmm. for them to, to nail it yeah. at this point. Yeah. And I, I would much rather that the, that the time that they spend working on this game get pushed into developing the story, developing the characters, flushing out more of the the world and uh, adding multiple systems to the game to add renewable playthroughs for the single player content. Because even, even the single player game, as much as I love it and I love playing through it, has its faults that I mm-hmm. think should get addressed so that p- people can feel like they're able to fully express themselves well, uh, when, when playing through this. I know exactly what they need to do. Um, and we Uh-oh. need to wrap up the show. So I'm going to finish it. This is my final, my final solution for CD project red. <laughs> and, uh, and that's going to be for you to let them know where they should contact you so that they can hire you to either be a consultant or to just work for them in order to solve all these solutions for them. So, uh, that works. how can people get a hold of you? 
Uh, you guys can <laughs> that works. send your yeah send your send your hate messages to me if you want. No, not hate messages. How can how can how can CD Projekt Red hire you to fix all their all their problems? Because um, and I'm not being sarcastic. I I, I I genuinely think if they need to get uh, if they want to, I mean. I think they probably think that by reading all the Reddit posts and listening to shows like ours, that they have a sense of what it must be like to be on our side of the fence on this stuff. But I also think that they, by having somebody like you actually consult with them on a weekly basis and sit in on their scrum meetings and be able to say, yes, you, this is where you are going in the right direction or no, this is not a thing that you need to be important. This is not as important as this and really help them focus in on a regular weekly basis that we, we would legitimately make a difference in six months as to where this game is going and how it's going to sell in the future. And I yeah. have worked in game design. I have worked with marketing. I have, I have been in these meetings with startup companies and marketing companies, and I can tell you like and and I know you. I know you play these games. I know you talk with the fan base. I know you talk with developers, and I know that this could totally make a difference. But I don't know. I don't know that game developing companies are would will understand that. But maybe they <laughs> maybe they will hire you. I don't know. But anyway, what what are you if, doing? And how can people reach out? If, if if they want to get a hold of me, you can always send me an email. <laughs> C a p t l o g u n at gmail dot com. That's my email address for shows. <laughs> you can send send me your your inquiries there if you really want to. You can hit me up on follow me on Twitter at c-a-p-t underscore l-o-g-u-n i i know that this sounds like letting a shark into a tank full of uh, uh sea lions it's 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 scary but i i want this game to excel i i'm excited when people actually outside of this this show talk about the game because it's a great game and there's so many great places that you guys can go with it let me know if what you're working on is worth it or not. And I will save you months of hassle. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Plus, you know what? Even um, even even if this is, you know, just a pipe dream, we'd love to, we'd love to have people from CD PR. If you guys even listen to our show on a future episode, we'd love to just talk with you guys. Um, come think, tell me why I'm wrong. Come tell us. Yeah. Come give us some insight. Maybe there are things that you guys are working on and things that um, would blow our minds. Yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to have some insight into this stuff. That'd be amazing. Um, you guys know how to reach me uh, at robots underscore radio on Twitter, uh, robots dot uh, robotsradio.net on the inter on the interwebs. You know, lots of other shows going on. Um, we would normally be going into the Mass Effect Lorecast next, but Sam had some important things to take care of. Um, some personal stuff came up that he had to take care of. So we will be back with that later this week we've got some cool stuff to go over for mass effect um tomorrow night would normally be the xbox game pass show and the witcher lore cast but that both of those shows are delayed to tuesday night this week due to a few other things that are going on one of them being that the um the new witcher show for netflix there's a witcher movie it's a it's an anime is coming out tomorrow so we're going to be watching yes. that and then discussing it on tuesday it's going to be amazing <laughs> So if you're into any Witcher stuff at all, go go watch that. It'll be out tomorrow. And uh, we've got a whole bunch of other stuff coming out this week. So anyway, we love we love hanging out with you guys. Thank you for all the chat comments. Thank you for being here, watching us on YouTube and on Twitch and in the Discord uh, little live show room we've got going on. Thank you for hanging out with us there as well. And also, you know, on your podcatcher. We'll see you guys next week at the same time. And thanks for being here, everybody. Have a good week. Bye, everyone.
Thanks for tuning in to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. This show is a part of the Robots Radio Network, smart podcasts for interesting people. If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at themidnightofficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey, I'm Tom. And I'm Stuart. And we're from the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. We talk about all things connected to D&D lore. And we're on the Robots Radio Network. So if you're into Dungeons and Dragons or you're into lore, then come check us out. You can find us on any podcatcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Roll more dice. That's the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. Hey, Simone. Yes, Chad. What would you say is your favorite bad movie? Oh, where would I start? But probably at Zombie Strippers. Oh yeah, which we've actually done on our podcast, Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. This is a podcast where we take some of the worst movies ever created, and even some of those movies that you might have thought were brilliant, but still got a bad critic score, and we say nice things about them. Because you know what? Someone put the effort in, so we're gonna be there fighting in their corner. Absolutely, Chad. Even if the movie was total garbage, there are some makeup artists that gave it their all, and we're here to recognize that. Exactly. And with really fun themes every week, such as National Treasure Week, Weddings Week, uh, movies with Jeremy Irons and dragons in them, how could you go wrong by joining us every Tuesday and Thursday for some optimism in your life? And like we say at the end of every episode, we love you and there's nothing you can do about it. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Goodbye! Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ariel. And we're the hosts of the Legend of Zelda Lorecast, a podcast about all things Legend of Zelda, from Errol to Zora, and all the fun things in between. If you're ready to dive deep and learn more about the Legend of Zelda lore and everything surrounding it, come join us on Legend of Zelda Lorecast. You can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever else you get your podcasts. We hope to see you soon.